Good evening and welcome to another episode of the DFWTO podcast. I'm your host, Casper. I'm your other host, Becky Gremlin. <laughs> Here to bring you all things spooky on Wednesdays because... Wednesdays are for podcasts. Did you forget who you were I said, for half a second? Casper. That was awesome. It was like so, an alien language before... <laughs> I was like trying to beatbox, but I can't. Oh, no. Absolutely not. I can't either. No. I can't. How, how, I don't nope. understand how anybody does That's, that. That's it's an amazing talent. A great Bravo talent. to anybody that actually can. Me, no. Uh, I've tried. It sounds horrific. It's like that girl who goes booty booty. <laughs> I have no idea which is that a side of TikTok. It's a vine. Like, it's an old. Oh, vine. it's an old vine. I was like, it's a vine. Either that's an old vine or it's a side of TikTok I know <laughs> nothing about. I do love it when someone will come up to me and they're like, have you seen these TikToks with these couples? And I'm like, you're on straight TikTok. I don't see that. Oh, yeah. I don't. I am very much in the lesbian world. I don't know nothing about. I don't about... see straight. <laughs> I don't know nothing about that. I mean, every every once in a while. But most of the ones that I've been getting are that are straight talks are Taylor's are the Swift talks. Oh, gotcha. Of the couple. Of yeah. The couples, of the couples. 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 Hilarious. Anyway, so guys, we have a surprise episode tonight, which we will get into here in a moment. Uh, but before we do, a word from our sponsor. Calm your body down. So thank you for all the love that I got on my last post on Instagram. Been getting a lot of love on there. Uh, again, there will be, like I announced last week, a really great sale coming up in two weeks. Um, that will run all the way through the end of the year, getting things ready for the holidays. There will be a new scent coming up. All of that's going to be announced two weeks from now. Um, keep checking back on Instagram. Everything's for sale on Etsy and it's just calm your body down. Calm your body down. Okay, guys. So the reason why tonight was a surprise, um, y'all will... It is so tonight. We had a toss up between a possible interview, yes, and um, a cryptid. I could not for the re- life of me think of the word cryptid. Totally I was like, fine. legend, I mean, same thing, no, but, but no, yes. <laughs> um, and the reason that we had the cryptid in the back pocket was because we were trying to see if the interview was going to happen this week or next week, so. The interview is going to happen next week. Um, he had a an emergency that came up. So we are sticking. I am so sorry. Good Lord. We are sticking with the cryptid for this week. Um, and then we are talking. We are doing the interview next week. Um, which is one that uh, Becky actually set up with. Um, it is the main. It's the main. Character, Character right, and right. also the writer-director. Writer-director, uh, too. If you guys get a chance to watch it, please support. Um, I watched it on Tubi. I also believe it's streaming on Amazon Prime, but it's called The Andy Baker Tape. Uh, it's getting a lot of comparisons to Creep, which I can totally understand. But um, by the end of it, it's very different. Um, I loved Creep. I kind of favored the sequel more, but um, that's for another day. This one, though, uh, it is 70 minutes of literally just two guys, and it's so real. It just seems so real. And then the last 10 minutes are, like, 
off the wall like what did i just watch i really appreciated it i think independent movies have and i'm so happy they have um especially in the last few years and you know these guys shot this during the pandemic it's amazing um it's i'm loving that independent movies are getting the love that they deserve and especially in the horror genre they are really showing that you don't need a major you don't need netflix you don't need a major production you can do this for next to nothing and turn out really really great original content and um you know original found footage has been done but it's it's definitely something new to the story that needed it and the fact that it was done the way it was done on such a low budget as well was incredible so um i just urge everybody to watch it please show a lot of support please follow on instagram to uh and rate on imdb after you've watched it uh i loved it if if you're a found footage fan obviously if you don't like found footage don't watch it there's so many people that hate on found footage um which is totally fine. I get it. I get it. When it's, it's, we've said a million times when it's done right, it's perfection. When it's done wrong, it is an absolute dumpster fire. So, but I don't discount the entire genre because there have been some absolute and host the Blair Witch Project. There have just been some absolute amazing uh, found footage films that have Personally, really found footage is my genre favorite. that have really just made the genre. Well, it just something that can seem so real. Mm -hmm. You know, like I told you, I finally got to show my husband like the houses Octoberville and Hell House one and two. And um he really he had his reservations with the houses Octoberville. That's a whole nother story. He he hated the cats. He hated all the people. I mean, in all reality, um, they all do suck. I mean, but that was like the point. But <laughs> anyway, um, he loved Hell House LLC in the second one. And like, those were winners with found footage. And, you know, the main reason is those movies are so, movies that just seem, the, the thing that about found footage that got me, because, you know, I'm old and I saw Blair Witch Project in the theaters. I I'd always be jealous of that. thousand percent thought it was real. They marketed it, not just the movie itself being unknowns and being something so new. I mean, I guess for the most part, found footage was new. Not many people knew of that as a genre as a whole until Blair Witch Project came out. But it really like the marketing and the fact that nobody knew who these three people were. Nobody knew who the filmmaker, like they, they, and they marketed it. So I 1000% in the beginning thought it was real. It, it got me. and I, But I was a kid, too. I was a kid. I was 14, 15 years old. You know, young. I gave into it. And again, guys, internet was in its infancy. There was not, you know, Netscape Navigator. I'm that old. Um, I'm that old. So, you know, like, dial up the whole thing. Like, it, you know, you, we, I bought it. We, a lot of, a lot of people bought it. And I think that was the beauty of what found footage still found footage still has is that that realism that even if it's not even if it can't be done through the marketing as well because you know now not only the internet you got social media that pretty much blows it out of the water but found footage can still have this level of realism that just 
man, I mean, it gets you, especially if it's shot in a way where it's like home, where it's like shot with a cell phone or it's shot with like a handheld camera or, I mean, that could be anybody. That could be any, we could do that. Like that could be that, that now that those type of things have been incorporated, like this is being shot on my phone, like, holy shit, that's. That's something that people are actually doing. Not so to that mention. that adds so much realism to these movies now. You know, the concept with the Andy Baker tape is also... I, I love the concept of the movie because I feel like that is something that could really happen, too. So that that also adds to found footage because I think a lot of people feel like, well, if this has been done and this has been done and this has been done... The thing is, is you can still have a concept in found footage that that is so real that you're like... If somebody could believe that that could actually happen, that adds to it even more. You're like that could that could happen. One hundred percent. Somebody could actually be the people, den. People video blog all the fucking time. Well, the, like the movie is about a video blog. People video blog all the time. The den is terrifying. Right. It's fucking terrifying. So these are things that and actually can happen. So if you have that concept, that's like, oh, I'm t- I'm totally believable. People do video blogs all the time. I can totally believe this. And I love the video blog and what, you know, like, I don't want to give anything about the movie away because I really want everybody to watch it. And I love that no matter, it seems, how many new found footage movies are made, they always put people in it that are no names. And I love that because it makes it so much more real when you don't know who these people are. And I love that so much. Keep doing that. Never stop doing that. Nope. I still need to see the new VHS. I'm, I know. Same. Whoops. Same. I've heard it's better than viral, and I'm like, well, that sets the bar very Son of low. A bitch. Uh, <laughs> yeah. Because eh. 94 was. Eh, I, or 80. Was it 84? Or I don't 94? think my husband's watched anything past the first. He loved the first. I'm the first one's fucking amazing. First, how could you not? <laughs> the first one is so but I need a full-length film so of that up. couple, though, that you end up finding out she's actually a lesbian. I want that. And I, what happened to those guys that broke into the house? Like, what's the backstory on that fucking house? Like, what the everything fuck? that's going on in the background, what is going on with that goddamn house? Girl, we don't know. See, listen. They did make a, a full-length siren movie, though. That actually was pretty good. I, I liked it. But anyway. It had its... It's been a while since I've watched it. I might have to watch it again. Because I just remember, like, there were parts I liked, but then there were parts It that wasn't I like, oh my god, yes, that movie was amazing. But no, I did. it wasn't terrible. It wasn't terrible. Right. I know what you're talking about. It's not terrible. That ain't um, saying much, but. So tonight, guys, we are discussing the urban legend of the bunny man. Which I guess could also be considered a cryptid. But um, the legend originally started in and around... Uh, Virginia, specifically Fairfax County, Virginia, in 1970, but it spread across. I actually started hearing about it more out of Maryland. Shout out to Maryland. Um, spread throughout Maryland, D.C., Washington, D.C. The legend has many variations, but the basic story is it involves a man in a rabbit costume or with some type of rabbit mask uh, who attacks people with an axe or a hatchet. Most of the stories occur around Colchester Overpass, 
This is a specific Southern Railway overpass spanning Colchester Road in Virginia. It's been more commonly referred to as the Bunny Man Bridge as the urban legend gained traction in 1970. Versions of the legend vary in the Bunny Man's name, motives, weapons, victims, description of the costume or lack thereof. Like I said, maybe just a mask. And sometimes even, sometimes there's not even a mask. It, the Bunny Man legend also came about, and I don't know if they'll mention this later, but a bunch of rabbits just being killed. Um, in some accounts, victims' bodies are mutilated in some variations of the Bunny Man's ghost or an aging specter is said to come out of his place of death each year on Halloween to commemorate his passing. I think there was even reference in, uh, was, was the house's October belt. Remember the guy was taking a piss and there was a guy in a bunny costume with a hatchet? Yeah. I was like, that's the Bunny Man legend. So I, I picked yeah. that up immediately. <laughs> I, I knew of that. <clears throat> Guys, there is there was a movie apparently that was made in 2011 called The Bunny Man that spawned sequels after that. I have very vague memories of seeing parts of the first one. I'm not recommending. Uh, I was gonna say how if it's, if it's your terrible. if it's your thing, you know, not every not everything is for everybody. Mm -hmm. That's all I'm gonna say. Yes. So, the origin of the bunny man. Oh, my God. What is the deal? You know? Is Chipotle wreaking havoc? Or is it? <laughs> I'm just grateful I'm not on fucking fire today. Yeah, we're, <clears throat> we're cutting the hot. We cut the hot sauce. Because <laughs> after seeing that bowl, you know they would have poured that hot sauce on there and I would have died. Yeah, for whatever reason, this Chipotle tonight was on X Games mode. I don't know. I mean, I'm mean. not mad because they really loaded it up and they hardly ever actually do that. Hardly ever without being like, you got to pay. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, like, when I tell you, they smashed. It was a little crazy. They smashed. Anyway. So, Fairfax County Public Library historian, archivist. That is quite an introduction. Archivist. Did I say archivist? No, you said archivist. Oh, I was like, did I'm I like, say? That's just such an amazing word. No, you said it spot on. I'm just like, archivist. Because, listen, I wouldn't put it past me to say archivist if I wasn't paying attention. Brian A. Conley extensively researched the bunny man legend. He has located two incidents of a man in a rabbit costume threatening people with an axe. The vandalism reports occurred 10 days apart in 1970 in Burke, Virginia. The first incident was reported the evening of October 19, 1970 by U.S. Air Force Academy Cadet Robert Bennett. Bennett, or is it Benet? It's Bennett. Bennett, okay. Benet has the, the little asterisk oh, that. above the, yeah. Cadet Robert Bennett and his fiancée, who are visiting relatives on Guinea Road in Burke. Around midnight, while returning from a football game, they reportedly parked their car in a field on Guinea Road to visit an uncle who lived across the street from where the car was parked. As they sat in a front seat with the motor running, they noticed something moving outside the rear window. Moments later, the front passenger window was smashed and there was a white clad, <clears throat> excuse me, white clad figure standing near the broken window. Bennett turned the car around while the man screamed at them about trespassing, including your own private property. I have your tag number. As they drove down the road, the couple discovered a hatchet on the car floor. When the police requested a description of the man, Bennett insisted he was wearing a white suit with long bunny ears. However, Bennett's fiance contested their assailant did not have bunny ears on his head, but was wearing a white so a caparote. Thank you. This apparently, and I, I saw this in the Da Vinci Code movie. It, it's this is an a Catholic pointed hat 
It is still used in Spain and Hispanic countries. Um, it could very well be misconstrued as a, it, it kind of, it's, it, it, I'm sorry, for lack of a better word, it could kind of looks like a Ku Klux Klan hood, but it is not. It is not. They are not. If anybody saw the Da Vinci Code, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Um, but yes, they still do don um, this headdress during Easter and Holy Week ceremonies in Spain. Um, so it is still something. It's seen caparotes are worn by penance, penitents so that attention is not drawn towards themselves as they repent, but instead to God. So the con fraternity of pen penitents are Christian religious congregations that uh, are within the Catholic Church. So I literally found that out from the Da Vinci Code. I didn't know what the heck those things were. So just in case nobody else saw the Da Vinci Code and they're like, what the heck are you talking about? That's what they are. Because if you Google what they are, you're going to be like, that looks like a KKK hood. But they're not. So... There you go. There's your history. There's everybody's Catholic history. Catholic history lesson. Um, they both remembered seeing his face clearly, but in the darkness, they could not determine his race. The police returned the hatchet to Bennett after examination. The second reported sighting occurred on the evening of October 29th, 1970, when a construction security card, Paul Phillips, approached a man standing on the porch in an unfinished home. That's literally 10 days later. On right. The same road, basically. In Kings Park West on Guinea Road. Phillips said the man was wearing a gray, black, and white bunny costume and was about 20 years old, 5 foot 8, and weighed about 175. The man began chopping at a porch post with a long handled axe, saying, You are trespassing. If you come any closer, I'll chop off your head. The Fairfax Police County Police agreed investigation. Agreed. Good God. Opened investigations into both incidents, but both were eventually closed for lack of evidence. In the weeks following the incidents, more than 50 people contacted the police claiming to have seen the Bunny Man. Several newspapers, including the Washington Post, reported that the Bunny Man had eaten a man's runaway cat. The Post articles that mentioned the incident were, Man in Bunny Suit, Sought in Fairfax. The Rabbit Reappears. Bunny Man Seen. Bunny Reports Are Multiplying. You know whoever did that uh, had a good sense of humor. In 1973, Patricia Johnson, a student at the University of Maryland College Park, submitted a research paper that chronicled precisely 54 variations on the two incidents. Jeez. Yeah, I mean, these were reading from Wikipedia tonight, but these were all, uh, there are citations of actual, you know, these made... The new, these made newspaper articles, the one, the, the specific story with, um, Paul Phillips, uh, the security guard seeing the man in the bunny suit that said he would chop his head off that, uh, made the Minneapolis paper back in 1970, actually. And it was, it made the Halloween edition. So, I mean, I'm like, what a thing to come out on Halloween. So, you know, these, these had verified, uh, newspaper articles to go along with the stories. That, that's what makes it even crazier, because you're like, what in the world did these people see? So, Colchester Overpass was built uh, in and around 1906 near the site of Sangster Station, which is a Civil War-era railroad, railroad station on what was once the Orange and Alexandra Railroad. 
because of its association with the legend. And I think just a lot of overpasses get that too. They're creepy, you know, especially at night. And I, I just think there's, it's, it really, they can add well to, especially old tunnels. You know, it can just add to it being, they're it's creepy as creepy, hell. Yeah. So yeah, it's like, okay, it's haunted. Of course it is. Um, so because of the association with the legend, the overpass is a popular destination for paranormal enthusiasts curiosity seekers uh interest increases around halloween of course starting around 2003 local authorities began controlling access to the area during that time during halloween of 2011 specifically there were over 200 people some from as far as pennsylvania the pennsylvania maryland state line that were turned away <laughs> during a 14-hour traffic checkpoint in just that one area wow you know and this is a small area if you look at if you look at pictures of it, this is a really small over. I mean, only one car can go through. This is a really small overpass, and there's still an Amtrak train that goes a tr goes across the track. So, yeah, that's that's nuts to me. So there was the movie made in 2011, um, Lore, which is great. If anybody's had a chance to check out any of yes, that show, I started it out is listening pretty to wild. The, I started out listening to the podcast, but then when the show came about. Um, and it's still on Amazon. So they did do an episode. It was the second episode of season one. Uh, Chris Gethard, Chris Gethard, who is a really, really, really funny comic. Uh, he dressed up as a bunny man for one episode. Uh, Family Guy has made references to bunny man. Um, there is actually a uh, two owners of bunny man brewing, brewing in Fairfax, Virginia, have brewed their own beer that they've named after the urban legend. So, you know, you know, rock on. Bravo to them. You know, that's actually a really good idea. You know what we should do? There should be a beer or an ale for every cryptid. And then you have to, like, collect them. Because I would definitely... Do you like commemorative bottles? That or... would be so fucking cool. Or cans and yes. have like uh have like different uh local artists that would be of like that legend do the art for the I'm down with that. I think that's really cool. That would actually be pretty cool. So I found a site that said that there were actually so in Fairfax County specifically, when it comes to the Bunny Man legend. I guess the ones in 1970 became the most popular, but it looks like there was a story going back as far as 1949 that may have actually led to a belief that the Bunny Man legend was based on a based on a real murder. So this is from the research fairfaxcounty.gov page. Um the aspect of the story which gets the most attention are the alleged murders. Researching historical crimes can be very difficult unless you have basic facts to begin with. Some police records are not available for casual review and court records are indexed by the names of those involved, not by the location or the type of crime. I had begun by, and this is speaking first person of the person that wrote the article, I had begun by checking the local newspapers. The tool that has proved the most valuable was the Fairfax County Public Library and their historical newspaper index. 
Virginia Room volunteers Malcolm Richardson and Barbara Welch worked for 10 years to compile a complete index to local Fairfax County newspapers. The careful work of these two combined with the searching of capabilities through a computer database allowed us to extract every murder and killing reported by the local press from 1872 to 1973, so over 100 years, even though Fairfax was a rural farming community until well, well into the 20th century, there were over 550 individual mentions of killings in the study period, eliminating run-of-the-mill domestic murders, concentrating on multiple murders and those involving children, served to pare down at least a list of more than 500 and the events to the following three. So Francis and June Holaber, February of 1949, uh, Francis was 37 and it was her eight-month-old daughter, June, that were murdered. So uh, the Virginia Supreme Court of uh, Appeals tried Charles Francis Holaber. He became the prime, prime suspect. Uh, this would have been June's father um and i think it was because it had more to do with the fact that they were done with either an axe or a hatchet so it's giving to basically that the legend originally started based upon um alleged murders that had happened in and around the area of Fairfax County, Virginia, that led people to believing that the actual legend was based on uh, one of a three one of three series of murders that happened um, from the 1940s on. So the basis that it could have been an actual murderer that did this. Um, so yeah, that's interesting. Um, I've also heard the story, and I think this is the one that actually led to the movie, is that it was a uh, escaped inmate from an insane asylum. I've heard this one a lot. Uh, which I'm just like, well then, what, did it break into a costume shop like Michael Myers did and just so happened to steal a bunny mask? Like, that's the... Is that, the, is that, that what we're the, doing? That was the choice was that it stole a bunny mask to get away with the crime. And honestly, I don't... Man, I'll tell you right now. I know they talked about these fucking clown sightings and, you know, I don't, I ain't down with that shit either, but it'd be pretty terrifying to just see somebody rando at night standing there in a goddamn bunny costume, too. Like, that shit's fucking scary, too. And then, um... I'm sorry, I guess it's just not as scary if it's around Easter. Maybe if there was like a random guy in a bunny costume around Easter, that wouldn't be as terrifying. I guess since it's done around Halloween, it's just as I feel like it's just as terrifying either way. Like, why would you be in a Have bunny costume seen in the middle of the woods? pictures of kids with the Easter bunny? Yeah. It's scary. So my picture with Especially the Easter bunny, I'm like laughing. I'm laughing. The Easter bunny does look creepy. I'm smiling. My brother is terrified. I hated those things. He's terrified. He was always terrified of those things. I, I hate why, I don't know why they never creeped me out, but he was always terrified. My mom would literally be like, someone is in that. And that didn't help me. I was like, it makes it scarier because I don't know what they look like. 
So not, not only am I a fucking terrified child because this giant fucking beast thing is coming at me, but then you go off to say there's a person inside it? Thanks, Mom. Thanks. Oh, my God. I literally never thought. I think the one time it did freak me out was when I did actually see one of them take their head off. It wasn't an Easter Bunny. It was something different. Because I always love those character things. And I think I was the same. I think it's, I think it is, I think it does creep you out even more. Even if they don't freak you out at first. I think when you, if you're one of these kids that had the moment where you actually caught one of those things, like take the head off. That really fucks you up. Because you're like, it's like it breaks the fantasy. And you're like, there's a goddamn person in there. So like that fucked with me even more. Like I was totally fine if I didn't have to see them as a person and they were just the character. My mom took a picture of me in Disney World. We went to, back in 2000, we went to Disney World and I'm holding Tigger's hand, but I'm standing very far away from him. So we're holding hands, but it's like a, like I'm standing as far away from him as I can because I'm fucking terrified. <laughs> I'm sorry, Tigger. guys. My fucking nose is itching. I love Tigger. Oh, I love Tigger too, but that wasn't Tigger. So, oh yeah, no, you're right. It's not the real Tigger. It's not the real. <laughs> so I found another article from a newspaper. Um, actually, no, I'm sorry. It's a new site, not a newspaper. I apologize. Inside Nova. There, uh, that was written last year in October by Carrie Pugh about the Bunny Man legend. So it kind of gives more of a concise story about the 1949 um, legend with the actual murder of the woman and her child. So um, getting back to the public library, it was found that... So background, 1949, the mother and her eight-month-old child are murdered. The two were found in a shallow grave in Fairfax after disappearing during a car ride with the husband. Police found the victims in a shallow grave. The woman had been beaten and shot. Baby buried alive. Sorry for context. I know that trigger warning. The husband um, and father was eventually arrested, convicted, and sent to a mental, mental institution. So it's believed that... That man broke out of the mental institution and he is the one that has been going around dressed up in the rabbit costume and was the first one in the story with the Air Force cadet, his fiance, and then also was the same person that uh the security guard found so in this one they're saying it's the same person because it was in the same area um but i don't know how that could be true when in the second story the security guard said but then again people can be way off about ages he said the guy looked like he was about 20 years old so who knows he could have been 40 and looked 20 people are way off about my age. I mean, considering time. they so weren't like, even sure what they knows? were even wearing. Right. Like, the first story, you... they didn't know what he was wearing. The second guy said that he had the bunny ears, but said he was 20. So if they're saying, so if in this story, they're saying it's the same person, it 
it would have to be somebody in their 40s. It wouldn't be in their 20s because the crime, if it is the man that killed his wife and child, and he did this when he was in his 20s in 1950 and broke out in 1970, then he'd be in his 40s. Shave so a man's look 20, face, I mean, that's what I'm Shave saying, a like, man's face if he's 40. Shave his entire face. He yeah. will look like a baby. My husband. Exactly. <laughs> which is why Shave he, a 40-year-old man's face. Which is face, why he won't. Which is fine. And he will look like a baby. Because it would freak me out. And I'd be like, absolutely not. Let's We're going to chit-chit-chia that shit. And you're going to immediately grow this beard you, back. So. Yes. You are going to... This We're not having this. I can't. You are actually a baby. Not doing this. I'm not doing this. I don't like it. <laughs> at all. Um... So I could totally see that. I could, you know, th if, if you look at it that way, could very well be the same guy. Because mm -hmm. the incidences were only days apart on the same road in the same area. It's kind of a bit of a... It's kind of a bit too much of a coincidence because, you know, a lot of people with that type of mindset, quote-unquote, like a killer mindset, they frequent the same areas the same spots it's because that's where they're comfortable so it's very possible it was the same person and that would have been uh charles holaber so it was june holaber was the child and francis holaber would have been the woman that was murdered and it was charles holaber that was the husband that was sentenced in 1950. he was originally supposed to die by electric chair his attorney had the had filed an appeal where he pled insanity. So, and that had been the most horrific murder that had actually happened in that part of Virginia since 1927. Even though it was saying over 100 years there were close to 500 murders that happened. Oh, wow. So, uh... You know, that's why it's so hard, you know, that, and then the thing is that, like, something that factually happened can turn so quickly into legend if the facts aren't kept straight. Like, if it gets scattered and then other things get added on later, it turns into, like, a game of telephone. Literally. And by the time it gets to the last person, you're like, no, wait a freaking minute you're here. like so the bunny killed the man with the hatchet I yeah mean, now i now i'm totally lost well <laughs> and then when you get into the part that you read about the 54 variations of the story so the mm -hmm. way that that was actually broken down was that 14 different geographic locations are mentioned 18 involved the bunny man chasing frightening people usually children with a hatchet or an axe 14 tell of attacks on cars Nine claim he attacked the couple in a car. Five accuse him of vandalism. Only three of the stories mention actual murders happen by someone in a bunny costume. So. I just picture, uh, what is that movie with the bunny, the kid in the bunny costume? Is that a Christmas story? I just see. It's him. Or Donnie Darko. It's him. Because let's be real. 
That's hilarious. You know what though? Honestly, if that was if that's the sequel to a Christmas story, Donnie Darko. No, is him in the Bunny Man killing people like it's Bunny Man. Like, well, that'd be funny too, the Donnie Darko. But like, <laughs> but like that he's Bunny Man. Like that's that would the be sequel. fucking hilarious. I would totally like. Can we do that? Can we do that? Because I'd watch that. I really don't like a Christmas story, and yes, I probably just destroyed everyone's well, heart. I'm I don't sorry. Care. You know, you're I, even I, from Ohio. I don't oh, care. Good night. Let me tell you right now. I don't care. Let me tell you right now. <laughs> so many times, I I've gotten it the same thing. Like automatically, you're just supposed to. It's like yeah, there doesn't. No, I don't have to be just because the movie was. Um, no, I don't. I don't have to. And it's that. It's not, I hate to break this to you guys, but it's not a good movie. And you know, I understand, and I know all of yours out there saying like, well, this one's not a good movie, this one's not a good movie. I will be the first to tell you. Twilight's not a good movie either. <laughs> you like it because it's nostalgic. Same reason I love Twilight. I like it because it's nostalgic. I've heard a lot of people say Hocus Pocus really isn't a good movie. In all reality, is it? No. But it's nostalgic. Yeah, leave my nostalgia like, alone. Leave my don't touch my nostalgic. This my nostalgia. My bad. <laughs> You're hilarious. <laughs> my nostalgia. My nostalgicness. That's what it is now. So yeah, you know, I think it's really interesting. There's a correlation in this article that the uh, the ones that were reported in 1970 were actually happening around the time that there was a subdivision to be built. Cause so this is, this could possibly there could possibly be a correlation with someone doing this to keep this subdivision from being built, like to scare people away from building the subdivision in this kind of quiet area in 1970. Like it was basically farmland, and it's like <laughs> it's somebody trying to scare people from building a subdivision here. I don't know. I think that's, that's actually kind I think of, that's kind of reaching. I mean, that would be hilarious. That's actually kind of smart, though. It really that, is. Yeah. I mean, if that's really something that you want to fight it, you think that's going to cause a problem in your neighborhood, then... Don't build here. The bunny man lives here. Exactly. This is where Bigfoot lives. Just don't build here. I could totally buy that. That's great, though. I love that. I love that. So they actually have... Oh, this is great. So that picture, there's a picture on Wikipedia of a hatchet that's actually on a plaque. And that is the hatchet that Robert Burnett gave to the police. Um, so I'm wondering if there's like a... Is it like Mothman? Is there some kind of like... like I know, right? Like, <laughs> did the town and embrace this somehow? Like... That's really interesting. I doubt they did. It's a little bit more serious than Mothman, but, you know. I'm not just, seeing anything. I just, I think it's very interesting, though. But I think, I, I just always think it's so interesting that things just seem to center around um, bridges or overpasses. I, I, I don't, I, I don't know. You if know what the, about... the theme is? Water. And well, you know, but water this is, is this is a trestle overpass, so it's not near water. Yeah, you're right. It's the train track. You're right. But I also think there's a I think with a tunnel too, there's this weird thing with like 
it's it's got like portal qualities. Portal qualities, it. yeah. There's weird things about passing through a tunnel. Well, they've like, even said to pass like, when through you to see... get over to the other side, there is this weird. It can it can very well be equated, even if it's a. I mean, this is a this is a tiny tunnel. It's not very big, but. I mean, they. I, I guess said... it's the symbolism of crossing from one side to another uh, that gives this like weird effect that you've gone through some type of portal and what if and what if people are feeling some type of energy there and it really is a portal i mean they've even said you know those little like arches in the in the trees yeah oh yeah not to go yeah. through them because they're portals oh i've heard that i've heard that for a long time so maybe you're right maybe it is the same type of effect type of thing that's what i'm wondering if people just if there's something if there's something specifically about an overpass tunnel like that that people just have that feeling because symbolically it is, you know, you're passing through from one place to another. But then if people actually feel like there is some type of paranormal energy there, that it would lit, it would be an actual portal. Mm -hmm. So it would be giving off possible. the energy of like not wanting to pass through there. I mean, especially if that's the same road that, I mean, for the most part, there were at least two really credible eyewitnesses within days apart that uh, saw somebody crazy with a hatchet, whether they had bunny ears or not. It was just, what the hell are you doing out here? <laughs> right? With like, a hatchet for no... I'm going to need an explanation reason. on what the hell. That's very interesting. Yeah, but there are some people that just honestly think, I think if you take away any correlation between it happening and any actual murders, that it very well could be, I mean, and even as dangerous as it is, because there were, at least at one of them, was there was an actual weapon found that um, maybe that could have been somebody pranking. I mean, like legitimately pranking. I mean, I, know I wouldn't put more, it past anybody. There were more sightings after that mm -hmm. that were kind of inconspicuous, but um, you know, those very well. And there's, you know, I haven't been able to find any time frame between the first two versus the other reports. But um, oh well, except for those other ones, those news articles, they they were, but they were all in 1970. It just spanned from October to November. Mm -hmm. those other incidences but i mean if there were ones after that it's hard to tell if those were copycats because we know that's a thing we know copycats happen oh 100 all the time especially urban legends yep especially something that takes on a legend quality that even if they're at one time in the beginning there was one two three even up to four witnesses that witnessed something similar all together that actually really did happen it can take on, again, going back to the once you play telephone, it can take on the urban legend quality. And then if there's no more sightings, you get uh, the the excitement of it gets jacked up even more because now you have copycats doing mm -hmm. it. And it's convenient enough that it did at that time happen in October. So it just conveniently was around Halloween. Mm -hmm. So, of course, more copycats are going to pop up around Halloween. It's going to be through October and November when the original sightings happened back in 1970. Of course. And there were still apparently reported sightings all the way up until the 90s. 
that one Fairfax County article, the .gov one, said that there were sightings all the way up until 93. Well, then it reincarnated, it reincarnated into me. I'm like, it's definitely not, if it's, if it's this Charles guy or whatever his name was, it's definitely not, good God, this is Michael Myers, like, how old are you now and you keep coming back? Like, what's going on? Like, you're getting old, man. What did this lady do? She was just a babysitter. What, what's going on? <laughs> she, she's the one that got away? Like, what's going on? Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> I forgot. Can't have that. No stone unturned. Can't have the one that got oh away. God. But yeah, I mean, that is wild that there were even stories that close, like that far. That mm-hmm. was only... 193. I'm old. Well, was 93 was when ago. I was born, I it was. so it would be sorry. 29 years. I love you. Of course <laughs> it was. I'm just like, no. I don't No. <laughs> You're like 30, huh? I'm like, that's what? What is what? No, it's not old. That is by far not Excuse old at all. Excuse me? But I mean, it's too... That's what I'm saying. If you think the last sighting was 93, that's really recent. That's very recent. That's a recent fucking sighting. That's why I could totally see even up to, two, what, 2011 we talked about there were people still going out there to the point they had to shut the goddamn road down for 14 hours. Like, go home, people. <laughs> Please, go find something. Please go find something else to do. What are we doing? You done fucked up this whole little neighborhood for 14 hours in this one car tunnel. Could we not? <laughs> Could you just not? Just go home. Could we not fuck up these poor neighborhoods? Like, just... Like, if you're going to take pictures of the Amityville house, don't be a dick. Just pull up, take a quick picture, and then drive the fuck on. You know, if you're going to do... I just... I think if you're going to do stuff like that, but you know this is in a an actual neighborhood, this isn't just a standalone house, people fucking live there, you're trust... You know... I mean, like, I can see why it became a problem with the Warrens' house. That's like yeah. a, that's a residential area. Like, you can't. Don't be a fucking. And the dick smacks are the ones that fucking ruined it. And that's why they can't. Actual dick smacks. Actual. Because let me park in somebody's front yard, you fucking asshole. God. Like, don't, you know, if you'd have less people be disrespectful about shit like that, like, just take a picture and keep it moving. If I happen to find myself in Amityville, New York, of course I'm going to where that goddamn house is. And I'm taking a little quick picture and then I'm fucking leaving. What you do is you do a small drive-by, but you don't... Make my husband, I'm like, slow down, slow down, slow down. Click, click, click. Okay. Thank you. <laughs> it's just like when we went to see the Maplecroft. I, I just, Thank it's you. literally smack dab in the middle of a neighborhood. Like you, we went. There was no one else around, so we, we got to actually quiet. take our time. We didn't. We were quiet. Park in anybody. We didn't try to get into driveway. the way. We didn't thing. try to get into the building. We didn't trespass on the property. We didn't. You know, that's how you're respectful. God. <laughs> I mean, among other things, well, there's there's a bunch of other reasons, but I genuinely see why there's a reason for the zoning for that to become a B and B because. A big, giant portion of it is it is in literally the middle of a neighborhood. There's like five foot to the left is a house, a whole other person's house. And that is actually a very well-respected historical neighborhood. And Mm -hmm. honestly, the bottom line of it is, is a lot of B&Bs, Airbnbs especially, have taken on a more negative connotation and a lot of neighborhoods don't want houses to become B&Bs because it brings down property value. So, you know, and again, and it can because people are, 
you can't always expect everybody to be respectful of someone else's space. And, you know, you don't know if, what if people aren't respectful of the parking? What if they park wherever they want? What if they're super loud and noisy? What if they're, you know, you have to, that's why I'm like, God bless the people that are renters. Cause you know, you have to put all these stipulations in place, but I deal would, with, I would deal with the, the occasional Croft. headache. I would rent it. Are you fucking kidding me? There'd be an extensive screening process though. <laughs> Listen, you're gonna have to talk to you you're gonna have to talk to Lizbeth personally. And I mean she's I'm gonna good have with that. To, and she's gonna have to be that like I'm gonna have to you're gonna have to do this whole questionnaire and then you're gonna have to interview with her. And you actually and do have to factor. do a questionnaire with a spirit. It's yeah. you, you have to. Well, it's Lizbeth's home. Mm-hmm. So And if she doesn't like you, you won't stay. Then you can't stay. I mean Period period. <laughs> that's like me if i don't want you in my house you have to get out of my house like without you know being so like listen I just no kind of like that would be fucking hilarious to me her try, her legitimately scaring the shit out of somebody to get out listen i it's 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 fucking go- uh beetlejuice it's, it's fucking mm-hmm. except she could actually scare the living shit out of you and then you would leave because if she don't want you there you ain't gonna be there We've come for your daughter, Chuck. <laughs> 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 Fucking hilarious. I couldn't oh, I love resist. It. I couldn't. I couldn't. I couldn't resist. Fucking hilarious. But yeah, no, there's, like I said, among other things. Oh, I forgot I was wearing this today. <laughs> among other things, like, Liz is a very mm-hmm, don't fuck with me type of spirit. Don't fuck with her space. That is her space. Right. And that's part of the reason why it's not turned into a and b or why it's not an Airbnb or an Airbnb or anything like that. Because that house is where she is as a contrast to where a lot of people think she is. Um, so, like, when you go, if you go, if you ever go visit the Borden house, go see the Maplecroft, but just be respectful. Mm-hmm. It, it just... You know, the Borden house is in the middle of a neighborhood, but it's not. It's it's actually a little bit kind of separated. It's on a street with a bunch of other houses, but it's weirdly you separated. You get it once you're there. Yeah, it's it's strangely separated. It's but like, the Maple Cross across the street and, is yeah. literally in the middle of two actual houses. Like it is, it is smack dab in the middle of a neighborhood. So just be respectful. That's that's and it, it. If you if you guys are in the area and you decide to visit. The Bunny Man Tunnel in uh, in that part of Virginia. Be respectful. It is very tiny. Drive up, pull off to the side of the road, take a quick picture, and then keep it moving. Yep. Like, don't take up traffic. There are no trespassing signs everywhere. You know, you have to do the... Again, people are assholes and they ruin shit. And so that's why people have to do this. This is why we can't have nice things. Exactly. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. Right there. Thank you. This is why we can't have nice things. So that's that's all I've got about the bunny man. I am so glad we talked about this. I feel like this... I'm glad that we're getting more into urban legends. Mm-hmm. I feel like we don't always talk about urban legends and mm-hmm. there's just like a plethora of urban legends out there and that kind maybe of maybe because that could be lumped in with the paranormal with, with you cryptids know we've, too. we've been through a lot of cryptids there's mm-hmm. still obviously more out there but the urban legends are are pretty awesome guys if you get a chance i have not watched the second episode yet the first episode was fucking amazing 
Um, Eli Roth's new show, Urban Legends, on Discovery oh, yeah. Plus. Yes. That was my husband <laughs> blowing his nose. I really hope it caught that. If it, if it caught, if anybody heard that. <laughs> I really we don't know. That's but, fucking hilarious. Speaking of God Urban Legends, I'm just kidding. <laughs> um, but yeah, I the first episode was incredible. It's called The Red Room. It's so good. Uh, it deals with like dark web shit. Like, it's oh okay, not that. It's yeah. I, there I was, are two kinds of people. Listen, I was way off. I was like, what? And then, and then we then we were watching it, and I was like, oh, this isn't. No, I went Christian Grey. I'm like, but, you know, it's, I'm like, this isn't. This isn't that kind of red room. Um, this isn't a BDSM. It's red really room. good. It's the first episode was really fucking good, and I haven't watched the second one yet. But they he releases. I don't know what day, but he releases one once a week. Nice. And uh, yeah, Eli Roth's killing it over on Discovery Plus. Apparently, like he did a podcast not too long ago, and you know talked about how uh, he has had a wonderful relationship with Discovery Plus and releasing a lot of uh original content and uh i tried to watch the movie that he did with zach and i mm, i'm still over here waiting for borderlands uh, listen what what is what has happened with that when is that coming out it's still coming out i just okay i thought because it was already made and i told you like one of my favorite comics is in it and he said all the people oh you know gina gershon's in it yeah. She plays Mad Moxie, or, yeah, but Mad Moxie, which makes a lot of sense. Yeah. Makes a lot of fucking sense. Which, it doesn't make any sense to you, because I know you don't know who Mad Moxie is. But... But, I mean, I just want to see it because of all the people that are in the movie. And, like, I've heard so much about it now that I'm like... That's Mad Moxie. Oh. Now you get it. Okay. Like, she's perfect to play her. Yeah, she is, actually. <clears throat> But yeah, I'm just uh, I'm and I'm just, just over here like Kate Blanchett playing Lilith, who's my favorite. I'm like, listen, I was already jumped into that. That Kate Blanchett is playing Lilith, my favorite, and Jamie Lee Curtis is in it too, which is fucking amazing. I'm like, I just, I need this movie. Why isn't this movie come out yet? Just over here patiently waiting. The comic is, uh, I know everybody knows about Kevin Hart, but it's Bobby Lee, who is also in it, that talked a lot about it, and I'm just like, fuck. Yeah, this sounds amazing. But yes, Eli. Let's, it's in post-production. Uh, I need, I need. Let's get it together. Okay, let's stop uh, and messing please, around with Zach Bagel Bites. And uh, let's please, begin, um, for all the love of God, please, please, please don't fuck this movie up. Because I love this game so bites. much. Love it. I love Borderlands. Anyway, how did we we have re, we are we somehow got to Borderlands? Because I said Eli Roth. Yeah, that's true. Because he because I said Eli Roth. That's why. Yes. Yep. Yeah, I did not care for the. Uh, oh, what's this, what's the thing he did with? Um, what's his face with bagel bites? Oh my god, Zachary! I don't even know. Yeah. The demon house? No, 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 no. It was um, it got it's a it's it's a movie based on um, Zach's uh haunted museum. Oh, um, but it's yeah. They did a movie. Mm-hmm. And it 
no um it's not no uh anyway it doesn't matter i can't find what the name of it was uh if you liked it good for you i'm sorry i did not care for it eli roth is another one of those he's he kind of he kind of hit the same vein as is jason blum like hit or miss you know when you guys nail it you fucking nail it and then when you miss it bye gone it's just out of here can't even say it goodbye good hello so far it's like i took my glasses off i i can't see one is a bat <laughs> can't see a goddamn thing um all right guys that's all i had about uh bunny man this was cool love urban legends and uh please guys special prayers and fingers toes crossed for next week um really hoping we get the interview uh and um please watch the andy baker tape please support it is on tubi it is on amazon prime please give them a follow on instagram and uh anywhere else that they have social media i'm sure everywhere but i just primarily use instagram and that's where i started following them but um yeah it's getting a lot of traction um hey jed follows their page so Listen, yeah. if Jed Shepard's giving a thumbs up to it, then, I mean, come on. Which reminds it's, me, it's I need to make a... It's winning a ton. It's, it's, it's streaming. It's blowing up all over a bunch of different um, horror movie festivals. Uh, it just, at the, at the Halifax Horror Film Festival in uh, Canada... It won the Best Actor. Brett won Best Actor. Uh, he portrays Jeff Blake in the movie. And um, yeah, it's streaming on Tubi, Apple TV, Amazon, Google Play, Microsoft, Kings of Horror, and more. So any place you guys can find it, like I said, I found it on Tubi. Um, please support and watch if you if you enjoy found footage. It's 70 minutes. It's quick and easy to watch. And the last 10 minutes are fucking crazy so done i love that any movie that where the end is like off the rails i i love that but like in a good way it's off the rails in a good way not like paranormal activity no. next of kin i don't know what that was i'm still trying to figure out what the fuck and i know you were like i'm gonna but remember i warned you i was like oh, oh i think going into it with like the lowest bar and the negatives actually made me kind of like it a little bit uh, just a small bit not much though it just i got what in the fuck was that where they were going i okay like i i kind of like the i like anything that like i'll tell you who did it better Again, we are not being paid by Discovery Plus, I swear. But um, the Amish haunting. Yes. Amish haunting. That. Yes. Listen, if you're going to mix Amish folklore with some crazy haunted demonic cult demonic cult shit, that's how you do it. Watch Amish haunting on Discovery Plus. Mm -hmm. Spot on. So good. Found footage. Scary. Husband and I watched it. Loved it. Next of kin, I, I am still trying to figure out what, what I watched. I'm still trying to figure that out. No. Like, I don't understand. It was... I see where they were trying to go, but, like, trying to keep this... Keeping the franchise going 
once they took it in that direction, went completely off the rails. You should have just left Paranormal Activity alone. And made a movie about Amish people. Or that's fine. Like yeah, a, I mean, like if an you Amish. Do that, I'm all for. I'm all for that as a storyline in horror. Mm -hmm. I don't mind it if it's done right. But like tying it back into the tying it back into the paranormal activity story is just weird. Once they started focusing more on the Toby demon and like less on Katie and the cult of the women, like. Once it went off the rails with, like, let's give Toby a backstory and let's give this whole thing. Like, I don't even know. Like, that's why I said next to Ken, I don't even know what that was. I really, I have, I don't even understand what it was trying to do. None of us did. really weird. All right, guys. Well, make sure to go watch the Andy Baker tape. Um, hopefully we'll be, we will, we will, we will, we will be doing that interview next week. We mix. <laughs> right. <laughs> uh, we have all the socials, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. Please give us a follow at DFWTO8811, DFWTO podcast. If you have any questions, concerns, or want to say hey, please email us at DFWTO8493 at gmail.com. Also, give us a subscribe and a follow on Podbean, Google Podcasts, iTunes, and Spotify so you always know when we put new episodes out. Did I forget anything I said? I think we got it. Not everything. Okay. We're streaming everywhere. We're on all the socials. There you go. There you go. You got it. That's all the things. That's all the things. I'm winding down. My brain is like, <laughs> same. Do, 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 do. Remember the old Windows sound? It's been a trying. It's been a trying. Day. It's been a day. It's been a day. Yeah, it's been. <laughs> <laughs> all right, my dudes. We love you guys. Thank you all for the support. And remember. Yes. Don't fuck with the original. <laughs> Don't fuck with the original. Yeah. Don't okay. do that. Don't do it. Don't try it. We'll get it. We'll get it. We'll get it next week. It's just, it's been a day. We're like, just we'll don't, don't week. fuck with Don't fuck with original. Anything. Don't fuck. Don't fuck with anything. Don't fuck. We'll get it next week. Don't See you fuck. guys. Just don't fuck. Have a good night. Fuck, 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 fuck. <laughs> ah!